Well, hello everyone. This is Penny Baird with Let's Talk Events. It is my third episode of this podcast, and I'm so happy to be here with all of you today. Today, I wanted to take a little bit to talk about kind of my backstory, how this all started. I know in the first episode, I was telling you about the journey, how I got here, and then asked you to follow me on this journey, but I thought, you know, I never really gave you the backstory of how I kind of started. So I would like to, to give that to you today. So when I started with this, before I even figured out what it was that I wanted to do, I had been working for a nonprofit um, as an advancement director, and in that job, you fundraise and you do event planning and just a whole bunch of jobs um, that some businesses just don't know where to put them, so it kind of falls into that office. I mean, I was raising approximately a million dollars a year in donation solicitation and in fundraising events. And so it was. I was very successful at what I was doing. I just didn't feel like I was getting any return for as hard as I was working. Um, in this type of job, you just work all the time. And I didn't know that I was getting the return that I felt I should be getting. And then also, I just had a lack of a college degree. And so many of my bosses made me feel like I was less than them because I did not have a college degree, and they did. But one day, I had a boss that for the first time in my whole working life told me that I know more about my job than most people that had a degree And I sure worked harder at my job because I didn't have a degree. So with that, I started to believe in myself more. And I started to think, of course, that I could work for myself and be even more than I was. But the thought of leaving a steady paycheck did scare me. And it stopped me from ever thinking I could do anything on my own. But what I also had to deal with internally was, did I have the ability to be smart enough to run my own business? And how could I get the customers that I would need? What would I do? Would anyone take me serious? Would it be something that I would start and never finish? I did that a lot in my life. A lot of times I started things and I didn't finish them. So that was a big one for me internally. I had to work through. And then I had to decide what would I do? What do I want to do? What am I passionate about? I just didn't know what to do, but I did know that I did not want to work for anyone else again. I only wanted to work for myself. And I wanted to work as hard for myself that I was working for somebody else. And with that type of hard work, there was nothing that I could could not do that would not be successful. But the moment that I realized exactly what it was that I wanted to do was at a good friend's 50th wedding anniversary party. I was a guest, and as I watched the servers... I started to realize that the host and hostess were doing an awful lot of work. 
The champagne toast was ready to happen, and the servers did not know how to serve the champagne, leaving the host and some other close friends running around with glasses of champagne, giving them out to everyone. I wanted to help so bad when I realized what was happening, but my husband put his hand on my leg and reminded me, you are a guest at this event. Because I guess that's something that I do at every event I go to, is I try to get up and help when I see things that aren't going right, instead of being the guest that I'm supposed to be. And aha, there it was. It was the epiphany. It's what hit me that I knew that was what I had to do for a living. That's what I needed to do for myself. So from that day forward, I never looked back. I thought of the name of my business. I thought about event planning and coordinating, knowing that was what it was going to be. And I wanted to ensure that by having this business, that anyone that hired me to coordinate their events would never have to lift a finger during their event to make sure that their guests were taken care of. It just bothered me so bad at that anniversary party that they had hired these people to come in and take care of things, and yet they weren't taking care of them. So it became my goal that anybody who hired me to do their events, that they were not going to lift a finger to make sure that their guests were taken care of. They were going to actually get to enjoy the event, be a guest at their own event, and know that somebody else was handling it and that they did not have to worry about it. One of the things that that took me a while to figure out how to get to exactly where I am today was I had to kind of narrow down on my on my niche. What was it that I wanted to really focus on? I kind of left myself open at first to all event planning, um, corporate, nonprofit, social, wedding, uh, memorial planning, um, all kinds of events because there's so many. So I had done a birthday party, and this was actually one of my learn from events. I had done a birthday party for um, children and they wanted cotton candy, they wanted um, popcorn, they wanted snow cone machines, um, they wanted a clown, They all this stuff. So, you know, I was superwoman. I was going to take care of it all. Got to this party, got it all set up, and then all of this stuff started happening at once. I knew better, but all this stuff started happening at once. And I the kids wanted snow cones. When are you going to run the snow cone machine? Okay, I'll get some snow cones now. Well, then it was time to get the lunch out and serve. So I had to run and get the lunch. And on my way to run in and get the lunch to get it served, one of the kids are like, I want some cotton candy. When are we going to have cotton candy? I had neglected to hire someone or bring somebody with me to run those three things. I thought I could just do it all. So you learn very quickly, hit and miss, the mistakes that you're going to make, because we're going to make mistakes. When you start your own business, you have to learn. You, you, you only grow in your mistakes. When you make mistakes, you grow and you learn and you don't make them again because you know what you will not allow yourself to do again because you want your business to be successful and you want people to talk good things about your business. And I'm sure that after that birthday party, 
I probably didn't get a lot of good reviews, um, honestly, because I really messed up a lot of things. Um, I know I worked hard, but I did mess up a lot of things. And when you can honestly say that you messed up some stuff, that's growth. That's growth in yourself to know that you can admit you made mistakes. And it's growth to know that that is something that you don't want to do again. So birthday parties were totally something I said, you know, it's just not my niche. It's not what I'm good at. So I need to kind of not do birthday parties. Then I had a wedding. Weddings I love. I think they're beautiful. I planned my daughter's wedding with my daughter. It was it was beautiful. Everything was perfect. I had hired some friends to come in and actually run the day of so that I could be the mom of the bride and I didn't have to do anything because I truly didn't want it to be another event that I was running. Um, and we did the right things and it was it was great. But I had met with a couple brides and it just through the whole process realized the emotional factors in a wedding and all the things that come and while they're beautiful and they're grand i realized in some of those mistakes as well that that is just not my niche now if my business grows and i'm able to bring somebody on that that is their niche then i would love to take those on as part of my business but i started to realize that really was just not something that i was good at so then I really had to sit back um, when I had this moment and knew what I wanted to do. Well, if I wasn't doing weddings and I wasn't doing birthday parties, then what was I going to do? Well, corporate and nonprofit, duh. The two places that I worked my whole entire work career. I worked in banking and then I worked in education. So there it was, corporate and nonprofit. That was my niche because Working for a nonprofit as an advancement director, my job was to raise money, but my job was to also plan and run events. Trying to do all of that on a 40-hour week doesn't work. That's why I was working between 50, 60, 65 hours a week, because that's just what it took. And so many businesses, I know that there are secretaries that sit out there and there's people in their marketing offices and they take care of those events for their employers because the employers have events that they want to run. And so they find somebody in their office um, to let's we want to do this event. Let's make it happen. And they go out and they research and, and they and they do wonderful jobs at making those jobs happen. But what but they're spending so much of their workday trying to ensure that they please their employer and make this the greatest event ever, but their job suffers because they're spending so much time on the other. And I, and I know that. I've been there. As the advancement director, I was there. Part of my job as advancement director suffered because I spent so much time planning events. So I do understand that. I understand what secretaries, um, assistants, marketers that are in offices, and that's what you do. Um, I, I understand when you have to go through that and you lose your time. So those were that's kind of how I came along with realizing that I wanted to help the corporate and the nonprofit world. I wanted to help those employers see that they needed to give those people back their production time. Take it off of them. Give it to somebody who knows how to do it and let me be the planner's planner. 
let me help them, let me give them back their time and stay in contact with them completely throughout the process so that they can report back to their employer so that their employer knows it's being handled and it's being taken care of and then they look like awesome because they're ensuring that this whole event's going to be great and then they're also getting to do their job at the same time. So the end result for me as I got here was figuring out how to get my business off the ground. I figured out how to use the tools that I already knew that I had inside me to be successful at booking events. I have already had some events book and I'm really excited looking forward into the rest of 2019 and 2020 at some of these events that I have planned out, showing these people who, who have given me this amazing opportunity to work with them, showing just how good I am for them and how I can make their events more successful and give them the freedom to be able to do their jobs that they normally have to do every day, knowing that it's all going to be handled. And when event time comes, that they're actually going to be able to take a deep breath and know that everything is handled and they don't have to worry about it. So I'm really looking forward to those events coming, being able to sit with them afterwards and get their their feelings and, and just hear wonderful stories about how they were able to relax and enjoy the events. But I think the biggest end result for me out of all of this was to realize that I did not need a college degree I didn't need a college degree to become a successful entrepreneur. I just needed to believe in myself and all the things that I learned throughout my years of working were inside me to help me become successful. I also learned that people need my services and the ones that have already experienced my services are so grateful that I am here to help them to have a much better experience at their events. So I hope that I was able to show you all that through my, my struggles of trying to figure out what it was, bringing self-belief into myself that I didn't need a college degree to be someone great. I think sometimes society tells us that we do not that I am against anyone that has a college degree. If you have one and it's, it's helping you become successful or it got you to that job that you got to, I am so proud of you. Both of my children, one is in college right now, one has a degree, and they are both going to be very successful young women because of their strong beliefs in themselves and hopefully the strong beliefs that my husband and I have given them and just how hard they work at everything they do. But to be able to know that I did not have to have a college degree to become an entrepreneur and that I will be successful without that college degree was huge for me because all my life, every job I had, my salary was so much lower than those that were doing the same job as I was because I didn't have a college degree. As a matter of fact, in one of my jobs, people would come in with their college degrees and then I would train them how to do their job. And I was the one that didn't have a college degree, go figure. So that was probably my biggest moment of realizing that, gosh, I can do, I can do this. 
I, I don't need that piece of paper hanging on a wall to tell me that I'm just as good as the next person sitting in the other room that does have it hanging on their wall. I'm not taking away from that person. I just needed to believe in myself enough to know that I was just as good as they were or better. And that's what I'm telling you today. So don't feel like you can't be an entrepreneur. Don't feel like you can't do something. Just believe in yourself. Get out there. Do it. Don't stop. Go. There is so much that this world has to offer us and so much that you have to offer the world that you need to show the world what you have and show the world what you can do and become that strong entrepreneur and and do that for yourself and for your your family, your future family, your future self. So I hope that you all have a wonderful evening. I look forward to um, being here with you every day, giving you a new episode of Let's Talk Events. And until we talk again.